All right, welcome back to the Everything Property Podcast. I have with me today the uh, residential expert in mortgage broking, Stewie Patterson's jump back on. We're going to be reviewing and speaking about the top tips and top reasons to use a mortgage broker if you're thinking about it or if you've heard the word and don't know quite what it means. Um, we're going to jump into it today. So Stewie, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks very much, man. Exciting. All right, so tell me, um, if people are sitting on the fence and they're thinking about uh, using a mortgage broker, give us, um, this is your chance to sort of pull them over to the green side and tell them, or maybe we can go through some reasons today, why it is a good reason to use a mortgage broker. So tell me, what's, give me, let's go, let's run through from the top. I have here, we've prepared time, time researching rates and policies. Yeah, mate, absolutely. So... Uh, benefits of using a mortgage broker is they understand the rates, the offers, and importantly, the policies, which is how a bank will treat you from an assessment point of view with regards to your income, with regards to how many kids you have, with regards to where you want to buy, uh, you know, and a plethora of things. So you go to a bank, they'll give you only the information that they, relating to that bank's policy, that bank's offers, that bank's rates, um, and you might not fit in their box. You might be a square plug for a round hole. So as a broker, you know, we have access to, you know, a board of 35, 40 lender panel where we can look through, qualify you Mm -hmm. and disqualify you from other lenders to say, hey, these are the three or four that best suit you. Sometimes it's, these are the one that best suit you. Other times it's, mate, you can go wherever you want. You're clean as a whistle and there's not a drama here and everything works perfectly. So what we're going to do is just find out the one that's, best going to intricately service you. You might want, oh, I live, where I live, there's a Westpac branch. There isn't an ANZ branch for, you know, two towns over. Okay, sweet, let's go to Westpac. You know, some people want different things and that's what we do. So understanding that is, is why using a broker is good because you talk to someone that learns about you ideally first. That's what I, I endeavor to do is to learn about you and then learn why, you know, something so simple as a bank why one will serve, I think serve you better? I touched on a good point. Communication is is huge in, in any business. It does my head in when I um, in, am engaging someone to to conduct services on my behalf, and they are non contactable. Uh, work out during work hours, obviously after work hours, you can't pick up the phone. Um, I had a convey my conveyancer on here. A few months ago, Melina from Coots Conveyancing, she was excellent. I could contact her whenever I wanted. She was a wealth of knowledge and she was there to answer all my questions. I feel like mortgage brokers and, and people, especially like yourself, even, even like I'll, I'll use you as an example too, is like even on Instagram or, or messages, I've, I've flicked questions to you and picked your brain about stuff. It's like I haven't even used you as a mortgage broker, but you've just been there to be able to be like, yeah, look, this is X, Y, Z, or give the information, um, and you're always contactable. I think the difference is going to be with a bank. What a lot of people are going to find is trying to get a reply. Oh, mate. And like... My thing is, and it you know it can be to the annoyance of my partner sometimes, as we're sitting down at seven thirty at night watching TV, and yeah. some some clients' situations at that moment are in fact more pressing than maybe <laughs> other clients, and you know everyone think and naturally, like if there's things that are you know, okay, you know, I've got to jump, I've got to do that, and I understand that I'm not going to be able to service people the best like a bank who's open 9.30 to 4 p.m., you know, and you're leaving work early or trying yeah, to, you don't get to eat because you've had to run down the bank. But I went into the bank to do a telegraphic transfer the other day, which is just, you know, when you have to transfer a certain amount, you pay like, 
instant same day transfer, right? Okay. Yeah, so I had to go to the bank the other day to you do one of those. Walk, you can't do an EFT? Like a, it it was over a certain amount. So okay. um, I had to go to the bank and I, I you know, one, one of um, my client's mums works at the bank and luckily she was like, oh, well, you've got to make an appointment. I'm like, I've got to make an appointment to move my money to another oh. bank. And then she was like, yeah, but, that, and she just yelled out to her um, offsider in the bank and said, oh, can you help him out? But I'm like, I was fortunate. I went also in there, you know, working for myself. I went there at about two o'clock in the afternoon, so that was fine. Mm. But I mean, can you imagine the rat race of trying to get into a bank as after you've, you know, run to pick up the kids and you're dragging them through the bloody shopping center to try and get to the bank and then there's a line, you know, 50 it's people long. It's all the time. Oh, it's oh. carnage. So I'm like, why do you need to do that? Um, Mate, call me. Especially some banks that aren't open on uh, weekends and close at four. It's like you can't even duck out of work early to... And, and if you look at where most banks are, if they're in, like, say, a shopping centre complex, you can stand there and you can see five banks in front of you. Imagine being able to speak to someone outside of that bank before you walk in and say, tell me about your situation. Okay, go in that door because those two aren't even going to talk to you. Mm. That one over there is going to borrow, lend you half than the other one down the road. So... Do you know what I mean? You get a concierge, you get someone that understands what all of them are doing, where you know, some anecdotally what I've heard, they don't even understand what their bank's doing. I'm like, no, you can tell them that's what the offer is and they look it up and, oh, yeah, okay. And listen, it's a different world. I totally get it, but you don't have to get out of your car. You can just go home, be in your pyjamas. Hey, mate, what do I need? Give me a call. Give your broker a call. Exactly, and I think a lot of people, today's day and age, we're all busy. We all got very. We all live very different and, and busy lives. People have families. People have massive hours at work, and it's just being able to create something that's streamlined and easy and simple. And one of them is probably going to be finding a broker that you can talk to, knows knows you personally. I guarantee that there's not going to be too many banks that are going to remember you because every time you go in there, it's someone different. Maybe they pull up your case file, but they won't be like, oh yeah, you've just had a kid and know your circumstances. There's that personality. Then you can, you know, they can work for you during work hours. Maybe you can chat to them after work hours because you can't get onto the bank after four. I went to the bank the other day to open a joint account and this bank, the, the obviously the bank internally put out this thing for commissions for new home loans. She was just like the chick on the front and I had to go there. It was like the third time I had to go there because you go there to set it up and they go, oh no, you need to fill out this form, you need to bring this ID. And it's like, okay, well, then we'll go back on the next Saturday and they're only open on three hours on the Saturday and the line's down the road. Anyway, you get there, you wait outside the door, you get in there and she kept on pushing heaps hard on... Um, so I went to, this is the bank I usually, I, I, I grew up with. Yeah. I usually bank with them. I went to them for, to get a, try to get a mortgage. The, the amount that they um, gave me wasn't yeah. sufficient. So I went somewhere else, got a bigger loan, got the property. And then she was asking me about, she's like, oh, do you have any home loans? I said, yeah, I do. I've got a couple, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, oh, what rates are you on? I said, it's, I'm not here to discuss that. I just want to open this joint account. She kept on going. She was like, oh, you know, is it, are your loans over a million dollars? Because... I think it's a, if you're... You can benchmark it all. Yeah, but my, and she just kept going. And I said, I, I was keeping my cool. My partner looked at me and I was just like, all due respect, I don't want to be rude. I'm just here to open a joint account. I, I gave the bank, I gave the bank um, the first rite of passage because you were my bank that I banked with yeah. since I was a kid. You guys didn't want to touch me. And now I've already got these loans. You want to bring me on board and I've got all the, the nice LVRs and stuff. I said, no, no, I'm happy where I am. I'm loyal to where I am. You can't, if you can't love me at my worst, you don't deserve <laughs> me at my best. Yeah, that's a tattoo and a half. But yeah, no, 100% what you're saying is that 
yeah, it's good. Uh, I feel like mortgage broker, you're contactable. And, and to, to just interject with one last thing while it's front of mind mm. is I have a lot of clients who will come to me, um, you know, reach out on the DMs, on, on the Cloud Canyon Facebook page, stuff like that. Yeah. And they're like, okay, so do we have to come in and do a meeting? And when should we do that for? I'll try and get off work. I'm like, you can. I will make time for you. Absolutely. But you don't have to. Mm. And they're like, wait, so you don't need to. I'm like, I don't. I have clients that I have done a lot of work and had a long relationship with and I've never met them really? face-to-face. Cracker. Yeah, there's some. Some that I've worked with for two years since Cloud Canyon started, never, and they're interstate-based, first-time um, buying families down in Victoria and yeah, still reach out and they're just, it's just, yeah, they all... It's, it, they love it. They're like, I don't. I can do this from the comfort of my own home at the time that I want. They can send me an email when they're sitting on the couch, and I can reply to it the next night when I'm sitting on the couch. If I, you know, and if if it if it mm. suits that time. Or, yeah, perfect. So yeah, I think the the idea of being able to to con- to not have to be physically somewhere, especially in oh. a window of time that is not conducive to ninety nine percent of the working population. Yeah, everyone works nine to five. Yeah. If you're only open there. I've got an hour or maybe a 45 minute lunch break where I've got to find the bank. Like what if there's not one near work or it's just a nightmare by the time you calculate trying to drive in the car, go there, yeah. line up. Everyone else is trying to do the same thing. Yeah. You know, you're not going to get the bank in time. So there's a bit of flexibility. There's the communication, being able to contact in and outside. You're flexible with work hours yeah. and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Do brokers get better rates? Yeah, Absolutely. Um, not all brokers, but a lot of the banks have, between the different banks, they have broker um, tier levels. And what it essentially is, is when you take a certain amount of work to a bank, you can hit a benchmark where it's like, okay, you've gone from, we'll use St. George as, as the example, you've gone from just an accredited broker, then you've become a gold broker. And then once you, you know, bring them a certain business, you become a flame broker. And the idea there is that all the banks pay the same. So there's no financial incentive for a broker to take clients to this bank. Mm-hmm. It's in Georgia using this as an example, but all banks. Mm-hmm. So the incentive is that, hey, you've brought us a lot of work. We want to continue that relationship of you bringing us work. So we're going to make you is more useful of a resource to your clients so that you can bring them to, to the bank. I spoke to brokers the other day that we were talking about rates and, you know, and it was like, oh, that, oh, you should be able to get that. And they're like, you're a flame. I'm not. I can't oh get that. God, and I'm like, but they, they, they might have that equivalent accreditation at another bank so that they're, some banks have them, some don't. So you, you pay the same from all banks. So yes. there's no bias there. No. But you, when you use, um, and you can bring a level of service or volume, which, volume, which comes yeah. with being in the industry. It's and a certain amount of applications with some. Some it's a certain volume. So it's actual, yeah. it's, it's how many millions worth of, Loan. loan value have you they will give you a better rate than what's on the website or better than oh sorry I thought you meant for the broker so it's like for example you might take so if I walk in the door now you say George an example and I say I want a $500,000 loan for you, an investor do you, for you an want it say, do you want it with an offset account yeah if I want it as a maybe I want an offset account mm-hmm. investment loan I walk to the bank I walk to the St. George teller and I get that yeah get a rate would you be able to get a better rate than that. Yeah, so what they do, they'll advertise their rates at, at about, let's use today, let's say it's about 6.8, they advertise it at, and then they make it like, it's 6.8, but we're gonna do your song. 
You're gonna, we're gonna give you. Wow, some. the only person yeah. in Australia. Thank you so much. And then, but yeah, like I using an example, um, the advertised rate for their no frills home loan on an owner occupied side of things, um, which you know it's a six and two threes is, you know, our honeymoon rate. You can get this rate for two years, five point nine nine. That's with no offset account. Mm. And it only lasts for two years, and then it goes to what's called the revert rate, which might be six point seven four. It could go and get you a thirty year loan that's only going to change subject to the. RBA cash rate changing, going mm. up or down, variable accordingly, at five point eight four. So we're looking at we're looking at 0.16 lower, and their bank will do that because they're like, okay, if we're going to make you, if if we can give you a good enough discount, that's going to force your hand to recommend our bank yep. to your client because we're going to be sharper than the others, and we're going to give you. And yeah, it's not just me personally, but it's anyone that's at that tier and they'll have the you know, respective banks that do it. But it means that, yeah, we're going to give you better rates. Okay, better rates. There's more flexibility with brokers. The broker is in charge of learning all the policies, all the requirements for each bank. So they're like an encyclopedia of absolutely every single bank. And once you tell them your circumstances, they'll be like, okay, a good broker. Yeah. A good broker will be like, all right, this bank's going to suit you. So they, it's custom. It's tailored to what you what you want, what you need. The only uh, the one more thing I can think of is going to be approval rates in terms of getting a loan approved. If I'm just dealing with a bank myself mm-hmm. and, and putting and trying to get loan, like there was, there was times there where, you know, it was taking people months to get yeah, loan and that's approvals when was, and stuff like that. Yeah. Then, do you guys get any benefit on that end? As far as the speed of approval? Yes. Yeah, so um, higher broker tiers, you will be able to have the the service level agreements, which is how quickly they will service your... Mm-hmm. Um, Require? Yeah, yeah, your yeah. inquiry, your application. For a application, if you were a just an accredited broker, it might be 10 days to leave and pick up the pick up the forms, pick up the application and have someone... More time to wait if you just bought yeah. something at auction. Others might be 48 hours. If you're at the same bank, but you are a higher level broker, so you know priority. Yeah, absolutely. So with regards to that, yeah, that is going to make you. Um, yeah, that's another reason to go there because you've probably, if you have done something like go and buy something at auction and they're not approved yet, you definitely need to go to a broker because you know when you talk about approval rates, not just assessment times. If you go to your bank, you might get declined because you don't fit their policy, and realistically. Um, like I'll use the example of being self-employed. You might have had your business registered for two years, um, your GST registered for two years, but you only started like you know in January of the previous financial year. So that first year only reflects five months. And then the next full year reflects your full 12 months. And then they're going to take the average of those rather than just the last year, the full year in isolation. So if you go to a bank whose policy is we need two years company financials, profit and loss statements, two years tax returns, and two years personal tax returns, you are going to, you're probably going to get declined if, if your servicing's low. But you could go to a bank that say, we only need to see the most recent year. Mm-hmm. You're not going to know that because if it could just come down to pure luck of whichever bank your mum banked with and walked you into. Well, and-, and we know there was banks when we were kids that were very clever with the way that they got into everyone's households with 
schools and that kind of stuff, not naming names or anything like that. But when I was older and I learned about all that kind of stuff, I was like, wow, that blew my mind that all that was created for this very reason. Put it this way, and and that is where, you know, that that bank um, (laughs) is, I can tell you in my two and a half year career as Cloud Canyon, I have written one loan with that bank. Really? One. Wow. I know. And what's that called? It's just not competitive on rates? Um, they're not, yeah, not really. They're not going to have the best rates. You know, I mean, you've got branches on every corner that have a concierge in there and, and beautifully decked out places. And they are the they are great bank from a service level. The app is flawless. Great. You are paying for that, though, in your home loan rate. So if you love the app heaps, go and do your everyday banking there <laughs> and then just have a direct debit out of there where your life happens yeah, and you yeah, have yeah. it go to some... Random bank that you, you know, doesn't have a branch. Yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. So, yeah, that's it. Don't get, there's no point being loyal because that's the last thing they are. And and brokers, the main thing is they don't work for the bank. They work for you. Mm -hmm. So the ability to be able to provide your best interest, duty with unbiased persuasion from all of the banks means that you are going to actually get the best thing for you. Not just the best thing that maybe suits what that specific bank are trying to peddle and that could be between a, a multitude of banks majority of the times i work with clients they go to banks they probably have never dealt with before yeah it happens well you might as well be open to it and yeah, exactly. the best part is that you you get paid by the bank so i don't really i don't have to pay you no as exactly. a broker. Yeah, you do absolutely. all this work for me you obviously get the um the upfront and the, the trail from the bank from that loan but there's i, I I'm, I'm trying to think of there's, there's no real there's no real down, downside so to to rattle them off one is that you don't even pay a broker the bank pays the broker you don't have to worry about that they all um, pay the same so there's no broker that even if they wanted to be disingenuous they no there's no bank out there that's going to like no bank from the main banks if you go to bloody you know dodgy rs bank and you think okay well that sounds a bit rough but yeah. any bank that you've ever heard of before even if you haven't they're all going to be governed by the same um, you know, by the same yeah. governing bodies that are going to be making sure that the whole process is working in the client's best interest. Hours and, and communication is you're going to be, you can work outside business hours. You, you're going to get emails and stuff that, you know, I'm not, I'm not stitching you up with needing to reply to every single email, but they're more flexible than nine to four and needing to be there in the flesh. You can email brokers and yeah. all your stuff, you don't have to go in and see them. Um, the communication is going to be generally better. They're going to deal with less people compared to a bank. So there's more chance that, you know, Stewie's probably going to remember or does remember all his clients compared to, you know, John Smith that's down the road at the bank on the corner that sees hundreds and hundreds of people every day. It's not transactional, it's a relationship-based. It's a relationship-based. A, a, a good broker can, in terms of applications, can get that viewed quicker than if you were just to walk into the door at a bank. And what else did we cover? Well, that also, just, just to get touched back in on that very quickly, mm-hmm. is when, before you, what will happen, we'll talk, and in my head I'm qualifying, and I know you've told me about your situation, mm-hmm. you told me how many kids you got, you, got, you told me your credit card, you told me what your goals are so i'm going to send you a list that is tailored to you for what i need you to send me immediately these are the things i need you want to do a loan this is exactly what i need Mm -hmm. so you're not doing that 
you're not doing that waltz with the bank where it's like, oh, what do you need? Oh, I forgot to ask it. Oh, I didn't know I needed that. And then you're just going back oh. and forth before it even gets applied. Yeah, it's like a 40 chain email. Yeah. Thread. I've done that before. Yeah, that hurts. You, you across the, your brokers across all the policies. So it's custom, it's tailor-made to you and your circumstances. As you just said, it's not just this is the bank, this is our bank, this is our policies, this is the way we do things. You've got a plethora of... Third, 25, 30, 40 different banks to go to, something to suit your situations, get the quicker application approval, you get more competitive rates than if you walk off the street. Exactly, and to be totally honest, I, I've never had a, a loan de- declined purely because the bank check our homework. So mm-hmm. I'm doing their job. That's how brokers, the, the fundamentally how they're trained. Here, this is exactly what we are going to do. Here's the calculator we use. This is the list of shit we need. Yeah. So they're just checking my homework. So it's like, I'm not going to submit anything without knowing that it's going to be done. You want to keep that flame status? That's it, mate. 100%. All right. Flame on. Did we, did we cover everything, you think? Uh, mate, I believe so. Oh, I'm sold In on this that. episode? Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Well, look. Stewie, thanks for jumping on again, man. I really appreciate it. Short, sharp one today on reasons why you need to use a mortgage broker. Uh, if people want to reach out and get in touch, how do they find you? Cloud Canyon, uh, Cloud Canyon AU on Facebook, uh, Instagram. can reach out my phone numbers there. You can email directly from the Instagram or Facebook account um, or you can direct message. And we'll put your contact details in the show notes as well. Appreciate you coming on. And uh, as always, until next time. Thanks for having me, mate.